hear me now? Oh, yeah. You can hear hear my yeah. delightful oh. voice. Oh, I can hear can you. Can you also hear the ambient noise of the business center and the lobby of the inn at Tallgrass in Wichita, Kansas? <laughs> yes, I can. Might be a clinking plate on which a biscuit is being placed and gravy is being ladled. <laughs> oh, yeah. My voice is very deep, deep today, Ed. That's the nice thing about doing the show early in the morning is you you get the relaxed vocal cords. The, That's right. The little bit of fry from the brandy last night from the that was swirled around in the snifter as billiards were clackled clackled and and fortunes were made uh, not by me not uh, by me nor, nor us. although we have uh, I'm in the business center of the inn at Tallgrass in Wichita because my the actual hotel room has sleepers um, in addition to wife and child um, some Fantastic guests came down from Lawrence of your acquaintance, Brad Allen. Ah, uh, Brad of the uh, Lawrence Public Library. Of and course. His, and his uh, bride came down to pop down to visit us in Wichita, and we. She's a, she's a solid bride. Stayed up listening to uh, music and talking and. Very good. And drinking some beer from Fort Collins from the Odell Brewery Odell. that I had not had before, and was very good. Uh, it sounds like you had a similar night to me of of music and friendship uh, and beer. I went I went to see um, went to see the Hold Steady. Huh. Um, what I mostly saw was tiny images of the Hold Steady on people's cell phone screens as they yeah. filmed their own personal uh, video of the concert uh, between me and the concert. Yep. Which they're going to watch, surely. Oh, they're going to watch over, over and over. And over. And they'll look at it, they'll say, remember when I filmed the back of other people's cell phones for an hour and a half? Remember how night? special that cell phone felt in my hand? <laughs> Warm. <laughs> and bearing the golden ratio of the rectangle. Of 16 to 9. That's right. That's the new golden ratio now that, uh, that you've got to have your widescreen movies. 16 to 9? 16 to 9, yeah. I thought it was what was it one point six six? Is that the what is the, the golden ratio? Well, I have an internet here. I should I should look it up. The golden ratio. You also have the morning sun in your face. I, I know, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's it is one. It's one point six one eight to to one. But then what's let's calculate then what's what's uh what's sixteen divided by nine? Maybe I was kidding about the that being the golden ratio. But maybe no. The the sixteen by nine is one point seven seven, but it's pretty close. Golden ratio. Because the golden mean is all about approximation. It says <laughs> it says this is roughly pleasing. This is the universe in good enough proportions. So um, for, for your Parthenon, get uh, pretty close. Don't yeah, worry too much about good. it. But if you get uh, pretty close, it's so... going to be pretty good. It'll be all right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're trying to get your golden ratio uh, over there, but uh, we just got uh, about two to one is what we got. <laughs> we got two to one. It's so uh, you know, it's even. It's square. It's square. <laughs> square. <laughs> you call me a square? <laughs> Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, what you got here on the blueprint is a really nice-looking Parthenon. 
it's a nice it's a nice blueprint. It's a good blueprint. Good blueprint. But the reality on the ground is a little different from what we expected. Yeah. It's roughly the size and shape of a dumpster is what we've done. We've <laughs> it was a dumpster. We had an extra dumpster and we parked it there. And uh and there's your Parthenon. <laughs> there's your Parthenon. Yeah. You know what I'm doing today that's different? Everything's different now, Ed. Yeah. Uh, I usually, um, you know, I, 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 uh, while we're doing the show. Are you show, looking I, at life from both sides now? Am I, yeah, <laughs> up and down. And still, somehow, uh, I usually type the, you know, when you or I say something amusing, I type it into a, into a sticky on my, on my laptop. And, uh, and then the, I, we draw from these quips the title of our show. And I've I've changed my method. I'm now um, writing these things down with a pencil in a notebook. Hmm. Not even uh, with one of your nice pens. Actually, I was originally going to do it with one of my nice pens. I had the pen ready to go, and then I realized that, um, unlike say a ballpoint pen, if you leave a fountain pen sitting open yeah. for 15 minutes, you got to sort of scribble a little before it dries yeah. out a bit. You got to scribble yeah. a little. I should, I just oh, figured I'd use a pencil, so I'm using a I'm using a pencil. Very nice. Yeah, in a, in a leather bound notebook. Okay, very good. I was right. I had handmade a, Italian. <laughs> I, it was formerly no, the Pope's it's a, shoe. One hundred percent repurposed. One hundred percent American. Mm-hmm. I had a uh, had a, a writing in a coffee shop date with with uh, my bandmate Lauren the other day, and her family's mm-hmm. in town, and her mm-hmm. father showed up at the coffee shop, and uh, turns out we we're using the same the same obscure. Japanese journal to write in and uh he opened up his pen case and showed me all his all his pens. Nice I pens. Didn't, didn't do a lot of writing. I was talking yeah. to Lauren's father about his pens. Yeah. It's time well spent. It actually is. That it was he, he's a good guy. Interesting guy. Speaking of good people, I want to mention that we have an, uh, an a friend has been listening to the show for the first time. Oh, really? Uh, Alyssa Washuda. Yeah. Uh, who's a, a writer of various forms, particularly presently distinguishing herself in the nonfiction genre yeah. out of Seattle. And uh, she's from Phillipsburg. No, really? Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What's her name again? Alyssa what? Washuda. Washuda? Uh, I think it's Washuda. Um, she's younger than us. Okay. I knew I knew an Alyssa uh, who, who no 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 that, that her name is not that now. Yeah. Well, how about think, that, Phillipsburg, yeah. New Jersey? Representing. How do you know her? Uh, Seattle, uh, the yeah. Richard Hugo House. Right. By yeah. the way, do you know? Um, do, do you know the drummer of the Long Winners? Don't think I do. He who is also has also taught classes at Hugo House. I was watching a I was watching a video of the Long Winners playing some songs on on the radio station live thingy, and uh, he was introduced as being of Hugo House. Oh, what's his name? I don't know. I I can't remember. Let's just, let's look it up. Larry Long Winters. <laughs> no, the the band is not named after the drummer. That's not how Larry, it's not how it it's works. Not, it's not like Zumpano. <laughs> it's a very fine band named after the drummer. 
Uh, yeah, it's yeah, I can't I can't I can't find it. That's okay. I'm I'm not sure that I know him. Um, did you ever hear? Let's just listen to Zampano. No, they were on Sub Pop about 15 years ago. I think most of the band became the uh, the what was the Nico Case band? Oh, the new pornographers. Nico Case and the new pornographers. I think yeah. they mostly became the new pornographers. Right. One album at least, Sub Pop. Fantastic. Zumpano. Zumpano. The Z from right. Vancouver, I think. The Z's from the V. There they are. Oh no, look, there's lots of things called Zumpano that are quite interesting. There they are, though. A Canadian indie rock group in the nineteen nineties. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. I'm a particularly I'm... fantastic song called The Millionaire Poets. Oh yeah? Which I was drawn to just by the title. I thought that they might have some news. <laughs> news. I have some news about millionaires or billionaires. I'd like to hear it. I was uh, looking. There was a mysterious property near the inn at Tallgrass where we're staying for the month while we're while I'm teaching at Wichita State. Yeah. And it looked perhaps like a golf course. Yeah. It has a strange and expensive wall that allows you to see, sort of as you're driving, that there is a great expanse of greenness behind the wall, but yeah. not a wide enough opening to see anything, to really make anything out, right. to really get a sense of it. And I was looking, uh, I was trying to you know, find a barbecue restaurant using Google Earth. Seems like a good use of <laughs> technology. <laughs> You just you're just swooping over the city. Just looking, looking for, for smoke. Looking, looking for smoke trails <laughs> of the right color, and uh, I realized that that inside this maybe mile square property, yeah, uh, were several opulent mansions. <laughs> several. That and then there were some roads in it that were not listed on the road, or on you know on the atlas. And a little more scrutiny, I realized that it is the ancestral property of the Koch family. No, really, and it's right across, right across the street. And they have a they have a multi-family compound. Uh, seem to wow, or one family with, you know, maybe one of the houses is for their slaves, I suppose, <laughs> and one is for the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> and one one is where they live. No, no, that's the no, that's the slave man. No, that's the body mansion. That's our place. Yeah, the one on the left. Um, and I have to say that it's a little spooky. Yeah, being that close to uh, evil. <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're making quite a leap there. It's the definition of spooky. It's proximity to evil. Well, well, I I mean it's just. That uh, we've we've gone from, you know, we've gone from just merely wealthy to to evil. Oh, in I think one, that, I, one I, don't, I, I don't. I think most news accounts will confirm. <laughs> that, uh, I don't think it's controversial. But don't you uh, don't you think of yourself as the future rich, Ed? Not anymore. <laughs> he did not, you did you want for a long time? <laughs> yeah. I think one. I think approximately the worst thing you can do, uh, to just generally fuck up your life is 
assume that you'll someday be rich. No, I won't ever be rich. I think I I hope if if I if I persist with writing um honestly and vulnerably and and, and with some some uh, uh you know with with some luck, perseverance, holding up my end of the bargain. I'm hoping that in my 70s I get um, some small award that will pay for some of my heart nursing surgery. Home. Yeah, your nursing home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my fondest dream is that my nursing home costs are uh, mitigated <laughs> by a small award funded by the Koch family. <laughs> and then when uh, when you die, they're going to throw you in the body mansion. Oh, I hope I get a good room. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I get a good pile. I just want to, I just want to be in a good pile at the body mansion. <laughs> you write that one down? Yeah, I'm writing that down. Good pile at the body mansion. Yeah. But I have to say that, that Wichita um, has impressed me. It's a much oh, good. more uh, pleasant place than, than, than we it would admit in Topeka, uh, two hours away. <laughs> Wait, they, you, they, because of because of municipal rivalry. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's Pawnee and uh, the adjacent town. Um, it's large. It's actually more more of a city than I thought it was. It has more going on in it. Um, it seems like a Texas town, though. I have to say. Really. Yeah. Which uh, which is complex praise. <laughs> I mean, it means that it has its shit together. Yeah. Um, but that everyone looks mean, but has been very friendly. They just look mean. Oh, okay. I went to the, to the zoo yesterday, and um, it's a nice zoo. Go to a uh, new town. You got to check out. You got to check out the zoo. We spent a long time at the uh, do the a barbe- barbecue flyover and check out the zoo. That's what you do in a new town. Yeah, and see it, see how close they are to each other. Right, right. And if they are, yeah. you're moving there. Yeah. But go on. You. This is the. Is the back door of the zoo also the back door of the barbecue joint? <laughs> yeah, Do they that's right. Butt? <laughs> right. Um, they had some nice French donkeys. Really? It reminded us of Trotro. Oh, of course. French donkey. Yeah. But all the, the, the other – and the zoo is not – zoo is a great place to observe uh, not animal behavior but animals' um, bodies, I guess. Sure. You know, and, and they're in captivity. They're not really behaving very well or naturally. Right. Neither are the visitors. Not a place to observe uh, human behavior if you want to have a good opinion of humans. Oh, no, but that's not something I want. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What, what, what are some of the, what's some of the human behaviors that you witness that uh, have lessened your, your opinion of, of our race? Uh, throwing pennies at penguins. Why? Why? Because there was an opening. Because there was an opening. No, that's a stupid thing to do. A guy trying to, uh, a very tall idiot, uh, trying to reach in and grab the tail of an alligator. Oh, my God. Saying, <laughs> say, I assume that all these people were from over the border um, in an adjacent state that is unpopular, whichever one that is. I'm not sure what's supposed to be done here. Um Saying, you know, saying the time-honored last words, I bet I can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And then a lot of people uh, who, see, who's, who probably work very hard and suffer, but whose main experience with the world beyond themselves is, is uh, television. Yeah. Who are just uh, trying to connect whatever animal they were seeing with some television show that they and, and whoever they were with had seen. And that that was cleverness. Explain what television show like like an animal or a movie. I would say oh. I would say movies, but oh, I don't think people go to movies. Right, they see movies on their screen. Um, so they're they're making TV references at the expense of the animals, and at the expense of their own their own kind intellect and souls. Yeah, right. It was a nice day at the zoo. But you and a lot you of geese. And- you and Oscar, geese. you and Oscar had some had some intelligent conversations, did you not? Well, <laughs> he's not talking yet, you know. Yeah, still not talking. So, am I very small on the screen? I realize. Yeah, I... I, no, don't move, don't move, because it's funny you would say that because I was just about to um, screenshot you there down in the in the. T- you're, this is just a tiny Ed with this hallway <laughs> and door behind you, and it's it's very handsome. The wall behind me has. Uh, I'm putting that on Twitter now. Very good. The wall behind me has uh, lots of plaques thanking the Inn at Tallgrass for its its corporate um, uh, support of various things in the late '80s and early '90s. It reminds me of the wall in the Big Lebowski that <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman is demonstrating it's, all the to. Uh, Here's Mr. Lebowski with Nancy Reagan. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's exactly what you got behind you there. (laughs) (laughs) Here's Mr. Lebowski with Nancy Reagan. (laughs) But I've been monopolizing that conversation. How are you? So you you, uh, had a uh, outing last night? Outing last night. And, you know, I... I won't say too much about it, but you've—I've already told you. Rian's Rian's a, got a family family emergency, so, so she has she's left town, yeah, for a while. And um, you know, I we're at the we're at the phase in our our marriage where the kids are you know they're teenagers, so that we're they're around and we we I think we still do a bit of parenting, but they're basically uh, independent, and so we, it's the house of three bachelors. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. But and and uh, and so Rian and I realized we can, you know, we can go away for a little while if we want. It's not going to be a great burden to the other one. Uh, and so um, I got to say though, it's only it's only fun to be alone, uh, to be without one spouse in one's house if one knows that one spouse is having a good time and does not uh, does not need them. Yeah. But uh, it's a bummer when when your missus yeah. is sad in another city. Yeah. It's not it's not a fun thing. Not much you can do, but uh, I'm taking a lot of walks, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm cleaning more, so that's good. Doing a lot of cleaning, recording an album with the rock and roll band, and I think it's going to be a very good album. I see the mics all set up behind you. Yeah, yeah. We're actually we did the basic tracking for I think nine songs, and uh, we'll probably do two more, but it's going to be good. In fact, I'm going to post uh, our first track off it today on the facebook as a way of promoting our upcoming shows we're, we're playing at a um a reading a new new reading series um young woman named gina keicher uh graduated from the uh syracuse mfa program uh and her husband dave nutt also a writer 
graduated from the Syracuse MFA program. And Dave is a musician and fiction writer. Gene is a poet. And they, along with another former uh, Syracuse MFA, are starting this reading series in Ithaca called Party Fawn. And, uh, F-A-U-N, F-A-W-N. F-A-W-N. No, F-A-W-N, F-A-W-N. Okay. Both are fine. Both are good. Yeah, they are. They're different connotations, but um, yeah. but I love this name very much. And the these people, uh, Gina and Kit, who are organizing this thing, are incredibly nice people and good writers. And uh, I like the idea of a reading series followed by a little rock and roll. I think that's yes. a good model. I think Ithaca has needed a non-Cornelian... Uh, Ithaca Collegian mm-hmm. reading series, uh, and this could be it. So we're gonna. It's April nineteenth. If you if you live in Ithaca, you should go. It's at Lot Ten. Lot Ten. Lot Ten. Ithaca, New York. Ithaca, New York. And next week he'll be at Giggles in <laughs> Indianapolis. We'll be Twenty Birds in Louisville at the Sands. The Sands and the Dunes. <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah so um so yeah uh everything's fine everything's all right renal come back we'll have a normal life again yeah yeah i saw that the 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 semi-popular television show based on your short story is back on the air yeah they they're they have a couple of more episodes that they didn't air back in the fall and they will Mm. conclude the season with them and i believe they're they're going to make another dozen or so for this this coming fall i'm all for it yeah me too me too it's great i like how it's it's a there really probably haven't been that many episodes and yet um it's been on the air for (laughs) 10 years (laughs) yeah it's the show that that came back from the dead yeah and then he but but once it came back from the dead once you've done that, you get a little sleepy now and then. So you just kind of disappear to the bedroom for yeah. six months. Like zombie have... Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is Zombie Dan in the new collection? It is. All right, good. Zombie Dan is in there. What's uh, What's the news on that? It's coming in. John's, a... John's next book is coming out in? November. November? Grey Wolf Press. I presume I'll be mounting a national tour of uh of sleeping on people's sofas in in small cities with independent bookstores in them yours may be one of them and uh um i'm trying to write some more short stories that won't be in the book just to remind people as the book is about to come out that i do write short stories so we'll see how that works that's that's interesting yeah is it do you think it's uh We've, you've, you've never not had a, a recent short story, but maybe uh, some years it's one, and some years it's yeah three. Is that or, about the right pace? Yeah, approximately. Or and the, yeah. the ones I've published recently have been in small places. Um, like I haven't haven't been publishing in the slicks for quite some cupboards, time, so. uh, cupboards, drawers. Yeah, small places. <laughs> small places, cubby holes, yeah, Pid- bread boxes, holes. yeah. Slots. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I I got a couple of new stories that are out there getting sent around. We'll see. We'll That's see great. What happens. Any reviews lately? Me? Oh, yeah. I got I got assigned something. I got yeah. assigned a review by a by a a, a much beloved, much beloved American 
novelist whom I hadn't read. And I got all the books out of the library to, to, to happily peruse the entire career before I reviewed the new book. And I was, oh, I was not happy. And I, oh, I, made, I basically just, after three days, I, I, I just emailed my editor and said, dude, I don't think I can do, do this. Oh, no. I don't think so. I look forward to hearing off air who it was. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, I, I mean, maybe it's listeners somebody, are welcome to guess. Maybe it's somebody you like, but I just found the writing so. Oh, know. it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And so you didn't want you didn't, and the thing you is, didn't want to waste your precious brain space on it. So so I was um your precious fluids. This is I can usually I can usually find a way to like a writer though. And even the writers I like the the best, I can say critical things about. I mean, I like to think that I can speak intelligently about most writers yeah. who are uh, at least decent. But i i got i got I got called on my relativism the other night. I was out with a former student of mine, and we I was referring to a guy we both know coincidentally from this weird connection, this weird context. We re both realized we knew this guy. Hey, hey, said, hey. Yeah. yeah. And I said, "Oh yeah, he's he's a good writer too," and uh, and and Adam, this my the, the student I was talking to, former student I was talking to, said, "Yeah, you say that a lot." <laughs> and I said, "What?" He said that people are good writers, but sometimes they're not. And so, uh, and he said, "I I uh, I I've you know I've read your book reviews. We've talked about music together. I know that you're critical." I know you were you're discerning. So why so who are you bullshitting and why? <laughs> it's like, well, it was a good but it was a good question and I I was embarrassed to be called on it. But, but it's not a conscious kind of lying, it's that if right. someone has been my student, yeah. I just I just like them. Like I find a way to like them. They're writing. I like their writing. You know, even yeah. if it's something that I wouldn't encounter in the wild and enjoy, mm. it's not hard for me I mean, I'm lucky to be dealing with good students. I've, I, it's rare that I've had a, a really hopeless case in, in one of my classes, mostly because I'm at a well-funded university. But, uh, but for the most part, I can, you know, I have, I'm, I am, I am, uh, I have a great capacity for love, Ed. I know it. I know it. It's, it is yeah. my, it is my joy and burden to have an excessive love in my heart of people. Yeah. It's a lot to carry around. It is. Everybody's everybody's short stories. I'm carrying them around like a baby. But also saying saying that some some writer is good is not. You're not going too far out on a limb. <laughs> no, no. You're not really saying it's excellent. I mean, good is a C. You yeah. know. It's a way of, of uh, acknowledging that they are a writer, <laughs> and that you don't have time right now to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't want to I'm not going to shit talk our mutual friend now. <laughs> well, in this case the guy actually was pretty good, but uh but I I I thought back and I realized there are times when just removed from the immediate context of of teacher love uh yeah. I I sometimes don't actually mean that. I mean it I mean it in a very narrow way. Yeah. I'm going to New Orleans at the end of the month for four days, and I'm going to have the great privilege of reading uh, with some of my former students. Oh, great! From uh... reading, 
uh, students from, from the uh, high school. people who are students of mine at NOCA and or Idlewild, and one uh, took a workshop from me in at George Washington University, who is a New Orleanian and has moved back. Oh, great. So, and they're all grown-ups and pursuing writing now, and most of them are, you know, approaching 30 or uh, thereabouts, and have uh, persevered and are, are, are writing excellently, and I'm, I'm really looking forward forward to it. Is it disturbing to you that, I mean, I'm, and, I, and I, it's a leading question because it's certainly disturbing to me that our students are are make, marrying one another and reproducing and getting chronic diseases and, and getting fired from jobs and being adult human beings that we've No, it's, it's um, especially since I taught, since a lot of these students I had uh, in my classroom as, as high school students when they were very bright-faced and young and invulnerable, I consider it just their comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> it's their, <laughs> they, they, they deserve to be adults. For having, for for having been bright children. That's right. You see how cute and smart you were. Well, now you're paying. Now, how do you feel, Lupus? Oh, There's a title. Now, how do you feel, Lupus? Hey, man. Hey, you can't suggest titles. I'm supposed to just notice your brilliance offhand. Well, I know, but you brought it up as a topic. All right, all right. What? what that's true. I shouldn't go meta. Like you also earlier said, "Who are you bullshitting and why?" And I think that's a good title. All right, I'll write it down. You could, you know, you could always, um, you could always uh, keep your own list. Yeah, but I, I would have to be paying attention. What, what was the lupus quote? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. All right. Part of the performative aspect is uh, always moving on, John. Yeah, well, you know, this is your, your. Um, we've talked about it a little bit, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious about how. I'm curious about how you're conceiving of your upcoming, your upcoming show. The Triggering Town review. The Triggering Town review. Yeah, the Triggering uh, Town review. It's 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 moving ahead. I've got um, a great bunch of, of people who are going to participate. Some of whom um, I don't know at all. <laughs> there was a there's a comedian in, in Seattle named Brett Hamill who I think is funny. Yeah, and seems really very smart. But I don't know him, and so I just uh, contacted him and then went and had coffee and. He's signed on for something or other to do with it, and I'm excited. There's a, a poet who just moved to town, Zubair Ahmed, who's published a book with uh, Tavern Books out of uh, Portland, whose work I, I like a lot. Um, I didn't even know he was in Seattle. He's an engineer at Boeing. Uh, and uh, just ran into him at a thing, and I realized, oh, I'd, I'd like to know this guy better. So wait a minute. This here's is... a way to do it, and I think that I think from knowing his work that that it would be something that would be fairly easy. You know, it wouldn't be a great investment of time or uh, effort on this person's part. It might be might be fun for me to spend some time around them. So. But not you know you you like the writing of many poets, but not every one of them would you ask to be on your live show. So what was yeah. what is it about this gentleman that uh, that you noticed? That made you want to put him on stage. Well, take take a look at his poems. All right, Zubair Ahmed. All right, hold on, hold on. Looks at some of them available. Zubair Ahmed. Uh, Z U B A I R H M E D. And uh, you know, reading one one or two poems, you realize, oh, this is the guy's the real thing, in a uh, in a, a vulnerable way. Yeah. Big intellect and a big heart. 
and uh, you know, can I clever. can I can I read can I read one of them? Please do. This is from uh, the McSweeney's website called uh, "Hello Brother." <laughs> I pick up an earthworm, and you shoot it with a rifle. Mom screams at us, but we don't listen. She fed us expired milk this morning. Sometimes in these Bengali summers when dust sticks to our skins and the crows shit on our heads, we bond like hydrocarbons, set mosquitoes on fire, and eat berries whose names we can't remember. We ride our bikes like metal antelopes, like drunken sparrows. We play cricket under the monsoon clouds and you bowl a perfect leg spinner. It starts to rain, so I shoot down a cloud. We take it back to Mom, who kisses our ears and pokes our eyes. She does that. We get ready for bed with our usual battles, and you fall asleep, not knowing I slid the alarm clock under your pillow, set for 3.17 a.m. Yeah. That's a sweet poem. Is it? See, all right, here's the thing. This is actually, I'm very impressed with, with your choice here, because I'm not going to sit here and shit-talk Garrison Keillor. However, that show could be a lot better. I think you mean the, uh, the Prairie Home Companion. The the because there's that show. There's also the show where he he mumbles, stroke afflicted poetry to a microphone. No, 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 no. That, not that minutes. one. The one, the one where he never gives, wishes me happy birthday on my birthday. Hey, it's hey guys. Hey John. <laughs> What's up? How's it going, John? It's going very well. How was Wichita? I'm trying to lip read because I can't hear. Oh, that's right. <laughs> How is Wichita? Wichita is uh, fabulous, I guess. Yeah, we've just been out here in the. I don't know if these are suburbs or what they are. The the eastern edge of town. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little disturbing that like just people walking around in a hotel in Wichita can see me in my pajamas right now. Pajamas <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. They're into that kind of thing. Yeah. They're into that kind of thing. It's it's the Midwest. Very oh, casual. you you Kansans. They, he didn't hear that, Ed. Oh, you Kansans. Yes, yes. I like your setup. That's a really nice background backdrop that you've got there. How much of it can you see? With this is our this is the the practice and recording room for my for my band. How much can you see? This is the practice. Oh yeah, room. you got to get a nice widescreen oh. look at my. Oh okay. I'm gonna get another. Coffee. I'm gonna get another I'm gonna oh. get a copy too. For the, for the, for those three or four of you listening at home, Brad Allen is now uh, grabbing the grabbing the the mic and the earbuds. Hey, Brad, you can hear me now. You just turned the mic off. You turned Good. the mic. There you go. Now it's on. Okay. Now it's on. Yeah. So yes. So yeah. This this is the sort of family music room slash band practice space. That I like have. it. Thanks. I like it. It's very cool. You got nice light in there too. Looks it's, good. It's a beautiful spring morning. That's good. It's not here yet. I don't know if Ed told you people have been setting fires out here and so it's very smoky. Like it smells like smoke. Wait, and what burning. Do you, what do you <laughs> What do you mean by people have been setting fires out here? Uh they're set I it's controlled burning. Oh, oh. They're, they're burning the the fields. They're burning the hills in order to prevent wildfires, or just to as as a uh, wh- why? I don't know if it's maybe just they like the smell of the burning. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or they, we thought it was misty, but it it was. Uh, I think it was smoke that descended on this uh, town. 
uh, it was very odd. But as we drove here from Lawrence, there's uh, a great amount of fire on, on the sides of the road, all the way up to the edge of the road. There's like fire in the ditches um, right right next to the interstate. That's a lot disturbing. of fire. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Maybe it's just the, the, the town's way of welcoming you, too. That's right. <laughs> So it was a fire fire drive. <laughs> it's it, fire can be quite beautiful in its way as a burning fields of uh, Interstate thirty five. <laughs> how long is the it's, how long is the drive from uh, from uh, uh, Lawrence? From Lawrence, a little over two hours. A little over, a little over two hours. That's not too bad. Nah. We stopped at a barbecue place on the way. Guy and Mays, made famous by Charles Kuralt. Yeah. Some, he was driving around. Yeah. So it's pretty so, good. How is your, how's your friend uh, Banana Suit? Oh. Uh, Rachel. She's good. She is at uh, Johnson County Library now. She ditched us for more money, as most people do. Yep. Um, we don't pay very well at the Lawrence Public Library. So we get people early in their careers. Um, or they they stay on for I don't know some reason or another, but she's well. Um, Good, still. I like I liked her. She's uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I saw her. Uh, just the oh she she um oh thanks babe talking about the banana suit librarian. Yeah. She um she's very bold. She um texted me and was like, <laughs> I want to come see the inside of the new library that we're building, and I was like, Well, I'm here right now, and so she came over and got a tour. She's very um. It's a pretty limited access to that building right now, so. But she got, she got in. Some nerve on her. She got some nerve on her. Yeah. So that's <laughs> what, what I was like to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to ask you about. So, so uh, Brad is what? What is your official position at the Lawrence Lawrence Public Library? Um, I was the director, and then I renamed myself the executive director. <laughs> <laughs> and you gave yourself a raise of zero dollars. <laughs> exactly. So, so Brad is the executive director of the Lawrence Kansas Public Library, and he and he's uh, he invited me for uh, to give a reading there a couple of years ago, which was a great event, but it was lots of fun. And uh, but at the time, you were telling me that the library was about to move down the down the road. So I wanted to ask you, how is it going? The the building exists. If if Rachel could come back to town and examine the inside of it, yes, yes, it does. We're um, we're currently. People find it ironic, but I guess it is. We're in the old, the old Borders building when Borders closed. Oh, really? And so we're in the old Borders building temporarily while we're building the space. Um, and really what it is is a renovation expansion of the building that you were in. We're adding 20,000 square feet to it. Oh, all right. Uh, and it looks really great. We're hoping to reopen it this summer. Um but uh, yeah, right now we're it's a little small, but it's like people really like being back in borders, and we put a little um, sign, the little carrot, and the sign says "free." So like when you want, most people don't notice it, but it says "free borders" now. So um, social media, one of uh, a citizen was like, "You should call it free borders." So it's just like borders was, except um, well, people always think libraries don't cost you anything. They actually. Our library costs everybody about forty dollars a year, so it's not That's, free. Yeah. Um, people always uh, get confused about that, but yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that because what I mean, it's you know, a, uh, it's nice that you live in a town that's willing to pay for a vastly expanded public library. 
It is. We're really lucky, you know, and they, they passed that bond issue in 2010, you know, it's kind of at a, a downturn in the economy and all that, but people do value their library there. Um, and so it's really nice um, to uh, build this new space. It's going to be really pretty. The architects, it's local architects, local construction company, and um, they're doing a great job with it. It's, uh, it's pretty modern looking. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait to get in there. It's really nice. You'll have to come back and visit. We would love I, to have you back. I will do. A, I'll do another reading anytime. That'd be wonderful. I'm going on. A, I'm. I got a. I was just telling Ed. I got a book coming out in November. That's right. That's right. Is it on? Is it on Gray Wolf? It's Gray Wolf again? again. Yeah. Cool. 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 Well, if you go on any kind of tour for that, we'll have to try to work you into Lawrence if you would I, like. To. I most certainly will, and uh, you should uh, you should let my publicist know you're up for it, I'll, or I will let her know that you are up for it. Yeah, well, is that um the I can't remember the woman's name that uh that we talked with there, Gray Wolf. What does it probably, start with the vowel? Pro- <laughs> yeah, it probably would have been Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. That's Aaron right, Kotke. Aaron Kelly. Uh, yeah, Aaron Kotke, Kotke, That's right. Kotke, yeah. That's right. LinkedIn told me something about her. She had a birthday or a work anniversary or something. Yeah, LinkedIn is weird. You know, I, like all kinds of weird shit on. Things. I have never, I have never gotten, uh, I've never been on it. I don't because I don't want to. Um, I don't want to connect to other people via my work. <laughs> I understand that. I I did it because I didn't want to connect with certain people personally. Right. So, <laughs> so all these vendors can be friends with me on LinkedIn, although nobody ever contacts me. It's uh, it's just again, it's just a bit. It's a the same kind of collecting of people except in a business nature rather than through friendship, you know, like look at all these people I've collected on LinkedIn. It's like a trophy case. (laughs) 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 I'm, it is, it's not a sad trope. Well, Hey, commentary gallery over here. It is looming behind you now. Yeah. Yeah. I should uh, give you back to the, to your co-host. It's a pleasure. This man, you look great on Skype. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to turn you over to, to the Mr. Skoog here. It's All good right. to see you, John. You too, Brad. I hope to see you later this year. I would love that. There you go. Thanks. Hey, it's George Brett up there. I think there's, a George, there's George Brett and, uh, and some persnickety golfer. Look at all these guys. Boy, the, the mic handling sound is really annoying. Ed can't hear me say this. Oh man, when you when you manhandle the microphone like that, it's like I get it's like a, I'm in the middle of a thunderstorm. I'm in a thundercloud. Oh, can't hear you. Can't hear you. Turned it off. Hello. There, there you go. There you are, buddy. The quiet storm. <laughs> I'm De Quincey Griffith. Are you bringing? Bringing you the mellow tones up until dawn, lovers. <laughs> Radio for lovers, lunchbox. Lunchbox <laughs> for lovers. That man, that man is a good man. He's a nice, nice goddamn person. Brad Allen. Brad Allen is a it's nice true. person. I like him. It's true. They took me out. They took me out to, to su- for such a nice dinner, and they and they. F- poured a lot of drinks into me and they uh they were funny all these yep. library people we we went out with a big big pile of librarians they were just they were they were hilarious and ironic and and friendly and sweet 
My brains are the best. As a class of people, they're yeah. pretty they're pretty fucking great. They do it in the stacks. <laughs> That that kind of sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> like they come at night. They do it in the stacks. They do it in the stacks. Um. So what? Uh, how's your how's your uh, teaching going in in Wichita? It's great. I have nine students. I'm meeting just through tutorials. Yeah. Four or five times over the course of the next month. They're from all over. I I thought that perhaps because Wichita is kind of uh, you know an island. Land Island, um, that, a lot, that it would draw largely from people in the area, maybe a quad state area, but uh, people are from all over. Got some Floridians, some Vermonters. Floridians. So we have a lot of students who have three students who have some connection to Flagler College in St. Augustine, Florida. That's a conspiracy right there. Yeah. Um, nice bunch. Serious. Good poets. Um, you say that a lot, good poets. Are you bullshitting me? A little. <laughs> but they'll be better by the end of the month. Um, as, is, as is the case with most uh, people trying to be writers that I know, which includes, I mean, it's not generational. Um, they aren't well read. Yeah. Um, which, which worries me because the... Well, the, the writers I've known who have stuck with it, not necessarily the best or even the luckiest, but the ones who have stuck with it and who, you know, at 20 say I'm a writer, 25 say I'm a writer, and continue doing it, are the ones who, who enjoy reading. Yeah. And the ones who quit to go be corporate lawyers are the ones who enjoy writing but aren't particularly interested in what somebody else has to say. If you, quote, enjoy writing, unquote... You're not going to be worth the shit. Dang. Sorry, just just made up a piece of terrible advice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't enjoy writing. <laughs> just I a little enjoy. something, just a little something I I wanted to say just to make people yeah. a little sadder. That's right. Um, so the students are lovely. Uh, the setup is nice and the 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 other faculty here are great. Um, an old friend Darren Dufresne. Oh, I remember him, sure. Yeah, that's right. I think you looked at one of his, maybe asked if you'd take a glance at one of his stories or something 100 years ago. I think I think I read a whole book by him. About the Utah Jazz, About maybe. the Utah Jazz, yeah, yeah. Um, at, at his request. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. How's he doing? Has he continued to publish? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's Good. got a couple novels, a book of short stories. Wonderful. And been living here in Wichita. He's got a couple of teenage uh, teenage daughters, I think, the same ages as as your sons. So we could arrange some sort of awkward awkward prom dates. Yeah, that sounds yeah. so terrible. Doesn't it? <laughs> let's uh, let's fly some teenagers across the country to humiliate <laughs> them. <laughs> and uh, Albert Goldbarth. Uh, oh sure. Has, te- has taught here for thirty five years or so, and it's been a lot of fun. Being around him because he's I like I've liked his work for a long time mm-hmm. as a poet and an essayist and uh, he's uh, he's hilarious just a hilarious guy. It's always good to hear that a, a writer you admire turns out not to be a dick. And I was able to ask him some questions I've I've always wanted to, such as uh, uh, has he also read a lot of Evan S. Cannell? 
Oh, and what's said, the answer? Said absolutely. I think what I'm doing is is what he did, just with more bullshit. Excellent. I actually brought up Canel the other day because I was talking to can't remember who I was talking to. One of the many writers I know about uh, structuring a, a book. Uh, yeah. And his, I always like to go back to Canel to to remember that there are a multitude of ways to put a short story or an essay together. Uh, and you can you can insert yourself interestingly into it. I loved the way he wrote about history. Yeah, just because he would he he would make these little judgments, uh, making clear that they were judgments. You know, one of my favorite bits was I think it was in Son of the Morning Star. You know, uh, the the book about Custer. Custer. Yeah, where he's I can't remember the exact circumstance, but he is gathering a bunch of different sources on a particular incident that may or may not have happened. And uh, at one point, Cannell <clears throat> just puts the evidence out there and then says, "It must be true." <laughs> right. Right. Me- yeah. Meaning, I would like it to be true. Mm-hmm. It's very. It would be very satisfying to me if this were true. Yeah. So I, I hereby declare it to be true. Yeah. You know, and I like yeah. that. It was great. I treasure all those books. The, the White Lantern. The White Lantern, Lantern and the Long Desire. Long Desire. Yeah. yeah. Which are collected as the Aztec Treasure House. Yeah, that's. I think you're right. Are they all in there, though? I don't know if they're all in there, but most of them. And then a couple of others that aren't as good. That was a. It's interesting. So there's the two books of, of uh, essays about the past and yeah. artifacts and explorers. And then there's two book-length poems. Yep. Notes. Uh, was it? Uh, From the beach page, pages, Carmel? Yeah, pages found in a bottle at Carmel Beach. Yeah. And uh, uh, I forgot the title of the other one. Uh, and, you know, Mr. Bridge and Mrs. Bridge. Oh, two God. separate books. Um, you know, yeah, that is the, interesting. Yeah. It's just interesting numerology. Yeah. I'm uh, the, it's yeah the Aztec treasure house. I'm I'm uh, gonna put this in the show notes because this this book is a uh, absolutely necessary. Yeah, I think it's still in print. Or oh man, but there's no um, counter, there's, counterpoint. There's no ebook. I wish there were an ebook of this, just because it's an it would be a nice book to always have with you. Yeah, yeah. you know. Agreed. Um, and I've I've bought a few you know books that I have. I've loved in you know in, in uh, on paper um, as ebooks. You know when something pops up for two bucks for a day, I always grab it because, like the like uh, Eudora Welty's stories or were or no Flannery O'Connor's collected stories were two bucks on Amazon one day, and it's like that's good to have with you. Yeah, not good to give money to Amazon, but it's good to good to have that on your on your little device. Yeah, they're gonna take your money no matter what. It's probably they're gonna. They're you gonna, might as well get something out of it. Yeah, the, you know the thing about this drone experiment they're doing. Everyone assumes that it's mostly to bring you things, but I think that the secret is that it's going to be to take things away from you. Yeah, the drones are going to come to your house and they're going to steal your things and yeah. they're going to take them away. You're never going to see them again. Yeah, they'll they'll take you away eventually. They might just lift you right up, bring you right over to the body mansion. Yep, drop you in to drop the chimney like some macabre. Reluctant Santa Claus. 
<laughs> yeah, that that is a good there ain't no greater gift than your slow putrefaction. <laughs> oh. So we've been eating pretty. One of the nice things about coming to a town for the first time and spending some time there is, is of course, eating. Yeah. Um, I found a, a a good donut joint. Oh, let's hear about it. Now they people are very proud of a new, a new place here called the Donut Hole. W H O L E, which we haven't been to yet, but is one of these new donut places with uh, you know throw some bacon on some things, yeah. get some lively names. Um, and I'm not a fan. Of that kind of a donut, yeah. Top pot donuts in uh, in Seattle? No, thank you. Voodoo donuts in Portland? Please go away from my door. But I like a good donut shop. Makes a nice, you know, glazed, uh, raised donut. You know, yeah. a, a nice apple spice cake donut. And I found I found such. It's a Lamar's Donuts. Okay. Lamar's dot com. They have three locations in Wichita. Lamars.com is a pretty that's a pretty good uh, pretty good URL to have nabbed for a donut shop. You'd think they someone probably, would have grabbed that that you got they, they probably got it. fought for it tooth and nail. So here's here's what I think I, I would do looking at these two websites. I would eat the donuts from Lamars, but I would buy a t shirt bearing the logo. Yeah. Agreed. At the donut hole it is. Uh, I'm. I am actually gonna. I'm gonna do exactly that. I'm gonna buy this T-shirt. It's a. It's the. Uh, it's a. It's a beautiful picture of a beautiful round image of a of a leghorn rooster. Yeah. And it's. It's, it's a nice head, design. They got a good designer. Yeah. Its head yeah. is at a strange angle. I like it very much. And, oh, uh, and I can, you can get it in pink too. Oh. What are you man. gonna do? You gonna get it in pink? Maybe I should. Should I get in pink? Let's see. Oh, that looks good. I don't have a pink T-shirt. I really ought to. I found a giant liquor store because in Kansas, you can't. Um, uh, Kansas is insane. <laughs> yeah. Go Kansas on. has has recently lost its mind, um, it, which is is on display at the Kansas legislature. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's a broken mind. But one of the one of the, the the underlying cruelties of the state is that you can uh, you can buy beer at a grocery store six days of the week, but it's three point two beer. Really? It's near beer? A half beer? That's uh, confusing. Does it look like regular beer? Looks like regular beer. Has. Not very much alcohol content, right? Yeah, that's and that's that's nefarious. Yeah, so I had to go to a find a liquor store to yeah. get just a regular beer. Yeah, I mean just a regular craft, you know, beer, the kind of beer I, I like. A, I don't want to spend that much on a beer, but I, I like a, I'm like most people, just want a good, a good bottle of beer. Yeah, you just you know? want a bottle of beer. End of the day, have a beer. Have a beer. It doesn't taste like pigeon dookie. <laughs> and uh, so I found one. It's a Jacob Liquor. Yeah. JacobLiquor.com. And it's enormous. So it's Jacob Liquor Exchange. And it's next to the Office Depot, the Kansas Sampler, and the Cigar Chateau. So a depot, <laughs> an exchange, a chateau. <laughs> 
<laughs> and a sampler. And they're all just identical, you know, built-in one-week boxes. Yeah. But one of them is a chateau. The, the necessity the necessity of finding uh, different categorizations of building to yeah. name your business after is a challenge that I would love to get to be a sort of creative professional at. I would love to be the guy who would say, you know, no, 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 not not candle hut, you know, mm. candle lean to, yeah, no, candle huttery, the burger hovel. I would say, and they would pay me a thousand dollars. One thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, there on the campus of Wichita State University, which are the Shockers. Yeah. And which recently had an undefeated basketball season. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is the original Pizza Hut, is on campus. Really. Yeah. Does it is has it been preserved in its original state? It it has. It's small and it's made of brick. It's a hut. It's really a hut. It's really a hut. It's a pizza hut. Wow. Almost a hutch. <laughs> um, so that's that's exciting to see that. Pizza hutch. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the falafel cabinet. <laughs> and the gorgonzola drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you at the Gargonzola drawer. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple good bars in Wichita. Yeah. Kirby's Beer Store. All right. Um, and then uh, two that I... <laughs> you, you know what? It's probably K-I-R-B-Y-S, yeah. right? Um, I actually... Um, Kirby, you think he's like good... an adorable little curb, like on a street? I, th I like yeah. Little, like I, a curb I, with some googly eyes on it? I thought Kirby. it was... <laughs> a little Kirby, Kirby's beer store, and it's it also gives the sense that you're trying maybe to curb your drinking a little bit, but you're not. It's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I see they've got a they've got a uh, they they're a music venue as well. They I have the rock a and roll a calendar yeah. with rock and roll in it. They did, just full of rock. Uh, and there's there's a couple that I think are great that I haven't been to yet. Uh, one's called the Scotch and Soda. Yeah, which is a nice name. And the over forty lounge, which I feel like, <laughs> since I'm forty two or forty three, I feel like I could walk in and just put my feet up and say, yeah. "Finally, thank you, <laughs> thank you for giving me this space." <laughs> that's that's wonderful. Yeah, because because white men in their forties just don't. We don't have enough, enough spaces. Not enough special places just for us. I have the sense that it's not exclusively or originally or at all for white men. Really? I think. I think it's part of the the uh, uh, the, 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 the historically rich uh, African-American Wichita, which is um, which I need to do some investigations on because one of my favorite recent albums is a reissue of a bunch of sides from an R&B label here in Wichita. It's called the Solo Label. Yeah, uh, collected on the I don't know, Eccentric Soul album. Yeah, called Smart's Palace. Yeah, which I might have talked about before. Yeah, Smart's Palace. Um, do you know that series, that Eccentric Soul? Yeah, I do. Yeah, those um, are good. Those are very. They're good. fantastic. Yeah, 
Yeah. So one of them is of, of uh, the Wichita R&B from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Uh, I got to also recommend um, this record called... Um, there's this group called Birds and Brass. Have you heard of Birds and Brass? No. They're kind of funky, easy listening from the 70s, I think. 60s and 70s they would do it was the 70s they would do a lot of a lot of covers of of pop songs with horns and uh wordless female vocals and nice they're, they're terrific i'll there's a i'll post a link to the video not video but like a youtube thing of this song called sort of soul that i recommend i'll check it out I'll check yeah it out. good house cleaning music yeah so uh do you want to uh do you want to wrap this one up my friend. Yeah, we we might as well. There's probably some actual businessmen who want to use the business lounge. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, it's, this is business. We're doing business here. Doing serious business. And when we when we monetize this podcast, we can we'll be able to quit our jobs. Absolutely, I already quit mine. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Get that monetization going. <laughs> All right, friend. Uh, next week. Now that you've got a place where you can do this, are you still going to be in Next Wichita? Week? I'll be here um, until the 25th or so. All right. Let's do it. I'm going down to Shawnee, Oklahoma tomorrow to read at Oklahoma Baptist University. Of course you are. It's true. True story. Going up to Salina, Kansas to read a, a series, poetry series there, the Salina Arts Commission reading series. I'm going out to Alva, Oklahoma to read at Northwest Oklahoma University. In the town where my brother practices uh, the scientific medicine. arts upon large animals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is all next week. Oh, over the next few weeks. Those are my Great. three my three occasions in addition to that reading in Wichita and then reading at the end of the month in in uh, New Orleans. It's it's a busy month. It's wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Safe travels to you, John. Yeah, same to you. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, oh, and I, sh- I should mention at the end of this, there was an earthquake last night here in Wichita. I saw you tweeted about it. I that. had a dream last night, uh, not last, two nights ago. I had a dream of there was an earthquake. Yeah. Uh, and I, I thought that, uh, and I woke up that it was a, a homesickness for the West Coast. Yeah. And uh, I looked at the paper this morning, and there was a, a 4.3 earthquake here in Wichita. There are two possibilities. One is that your dreams predict the future. The other is that your dreams cause the future. Right. Change my dreams, change the future. Yeah. That's the movie poster. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Of our podcast. The poster of the movie of our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. the, the, The poster of the movie of our podcast is my poster. That sounds like you sound like Ann Elk. This is my theory. It is mine. <laughs> right. All right. Well, right. don't 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 sleep. I'll, <laughs> I'll still talk to you next week. Don't sleep. Right. <laughs> Bye. Are you hungry for lunch? Well, then let's have lunch. Do you want some lunch? Well, then we'll give you some lunch. Then come to lunch 
It's time for love.